Hey, I want to take a minute to talk about the Pleasant Underground, a.k.a. The Pug. Pleasant Underground is a brand new DIY venue located in Ferndale, Michigan that provides professional sound and lighting. It's true, I've been there. And hosts all forms of live entertainment. You can check out their Facebook page, facebook.com slash thepleasantunderground, to see all the upcoming events or inquire about booking. Um, and now I have some upcoming shows to tell you about at The Pug. Um, 716, Jen's Apartment, Paper Lanterns, Final Boss Fight. Uh, July 17th, The Hourlies, Macho, and the Partakers. July 30th, Deeper Graves, uh, Tooth, which is it's their last show. Sapona, Jonathan Livingston Siegel. On uh, July 31st, Summer Like the Season, Now with Real Humans. Uh, Solevichik, some Russian name. Jessica Louise Kuna. Um, change your name, Solevichik, just kidding. Um, I'm sure it means something cool. August 12th. Wayward music video premiere, Kill Hours and Versus Versus premiere their split short film slash music video, as well as play their first show with support from Dead Hour Noise and Gator Pit, filmed and archived by Hate Five Six. It's gonna be fucking rad. Um, August thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth show with Let It Rot, Veriform, the fifty five oh five, and Ruin. Um, August fourteenth, almost made the mixtape, Feast for the Crows, CLO Drive, and Easy Beach. August twentieth, Labor Day weekend, the Overlooked, Galaxy News Radio, and one to be announced. August 21st, Honorable Mention Comedy Show hosted by Joanna Madranda. And check out the Pug social accounts for updated shows popping up constantly. And without further ado, this is going to be another episode. Why was I just doing an accent just right there? Another episode of Invite the Neighbors DIY Music Podcast, a.k.a. the greatest least edited podcast of all time. Wow, through the magic of editing, it's now... 10 seconds later in real life, but half a second later in podcast time. And this episode is with a band called Rona from the Tampa area, Tampa, Florida. I was down there on vacation. Um, my stepsister was getting married, and I was also in the midst of a summer love affair. So that's exciting. Yep, changed my hinge location to Tampa about a month before I was going down there. And found a girl who actually wanted to hang out with me. So uh, if I was in good moods, because, well, you know, I'm, I'm usually in a good mood, actually. But that might have something to do with it, too. I had a good time. Um, yeah, we talked with Rona. We came up with a good name for, well, we as an I came up with a good name for a boat, a.k.a. the Dirty Stern. Um, no one named your boat the Dirty Stern. I have trademarked it. And, but Rona's... Uh, a bunch of good guys. We had a really good conversation. We did this in my Airbnb. They actually came out, which I thought was really cool. Took some photos. And, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, that's it. You know? Just fucking listen. Okay, bye. <laughs> they, don't, they don't talk much, but... <laughs> yeah. No. I actually fucking love Microwave. Dude, they're, they're awesome, like, man. Yeah. Their newest album was so different from what they originally did, too. Yeah. It was so crazy. I saw them live once at, at Riot Fest last year. Really? Yeah. Wow. That was fucking rad. Damn, man. That was rad. Lucky you. Yeah. I'd love to catch them. Yeah, it was dope. I don't even... I think they're from Georgia. I feel like they'd be around yeah, this way. Mm-hmm. Have you, like, so how long... You guys are from, like, the Tampa area, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, like, how long have you guys been in actually playing together? Dude, it's been a while, man. Because you guys have some releases on Spotify. It's not like you're trying to, you know, promote yourselves as, like, a new band or something like yeah, that. You yeah, yeah, definitely not. We, uh, we started, like, 
playing together just like in high school because we all previously met through like the hardcore scene around here. Oh, okay. Because um, Andres played in a in an old band called Apnea and band that he's currently in still now, Madtown. And we always like us three went out, always used to go to shows and stuff. And I guess they knew each other previously from a class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And freshman year biology. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and. I kind of just knew Luca through mutual friends. Met Andres actually when I was in middle school because he filled in for my first like really shitty punk rock band. That, yeah, you know, <laughs> filled in, and after that, you know, just kind of kept interacting. And then over time, him and I met at another show, and we we're like, "Hey, we want to start, you know, doing some music together or like writing some music." So we got together, started jamming. He came in, and I was actually originally on drums, and he he was like, "Nick." Get the hell off drums. Go play guitar. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, Nick? Yeah, <laughs> literally play guitar, not drums. <laughs> yeah, and then we formed Green Haven and with a uh, Trey from uh, Madtown, mm-hmm. and then eventually he stopped doing that to do Madtown, and then we were like, well, we need a drummer, so we brought Luca in, and then Green Haven ended, and then we started this out. So yeah. it's been a long while, long like a lot of like different iterations years. of different things that like yeah. end up yeah. being this. Yeah. Since you guys played together in like high school, did you ever do like talent shows or like anything where you feel like this is gonna be like it? Everyone's gonna love <laughs> us. We're gonna get girlfriends after this. Uh, we never, we never did any like talent show at our high school together, just because we were all like different years. Like all of us are mm-hmm. one year yeah. separated. Yeah, it's funny. Um, but. Yeah, there was definitely, I mean, I've played my fair share of middle school talent shows. <laughs> did the middle school circuit? Yeah. yeah. He was, he was in orchestra. Were yeah. you in jazz band too or just orchestra? No, just orchestra. Yeah. yeah. Played and violin in orchestra. Oh, that's dark, dude. Yeah. Got to play, like, not a talent show, but got to play in, like, the school plays, like, the pit, you know? So, yeah. 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 yeah, that still becomes <laughs> really useful too because anytime you want to add violin on the record, you're just like, somehow. I was just going to say, like, you have to have something. Yeah. Like, I already know that. As soon yeah. as I heard violin, I'm like, dude, yeah, you're not going to not have something. Yeah. yeah. Literally, yeah. somehow he pulls it out of his brain. He's like, yeah, violin, middle school middle school knowledge. Let's it all use comes it. back. It's awesome memory from middle school. Telling Damn. Even high school. I'm like making a mental note next time I need like a violin track. I'll fucking send you some shit. There like, you right, go, man. I got some shit like. I, my buddy plays cello and like I wanted to have him on the record but then he moved away but then I realized oh the internet exists like, I did, yeah. like there's some shit on the record that I just made that yeah, has Dropbox. it's like yeah exactly and it's like it's got like synth strings on it uh-huh. it just like makes me feel dirty that, like I don't have real shit because yeah. like I have literal like toy bells on there just to avoid having to use like the synth. Yeah, yeah. Like they literally like they're color coded with the note names on them, which is perfect yeah. for me. Yes. <laughs> if it works, it works. The child's toy, yeah. yeah. Oh, like yeah. the children's xylophone. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, dude, it's <laughs> awesome. It's perfect. It's awesome. I'm like I'm totally the type of person that like I'm not trying to impress anybody. Like I don't give a fuck if there's note names. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want the note names there. Like if I had a synth to play live, I'd be the person that has like different color tape on keys yeah. corresponding to whatever song yeah it's hey man it's works. all about just making the sound for yeah. people yeah you know? exactly yeah i i have sure, man i have on my midi controller at home whenever i'm just like making little demos or anything 
I literally have like painter's tape with all the letters written on all of them just because like That's what's up, I'm not well versed enough in playing keys to like remember it. But yeah. like because of that, I've kind of learned it and I kind of don't really need to look at the letters. But yeah. when you're like trying to get an idea out really fast, you don't want to have to like sit down and like figure out, oh, which note is this? Am I playing the right thing? Yeah. If I know it on my guitar and bass, so I can just easily look at it on the keyboard and do it, you know? Right. What's, cheat codes. what's frustrating for me is like, I don't play piano, but I can like understand the piano and the theory. Gotcha. But I'm not a piano player. But it's like when but it's it all like, the notes just like laid out. In yeah, line, but know? it's like, and then when it comes to like synths and stuff, it's like there's it's so different than playing piano, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. as long as you know the chord, or like know the sound you want to make, all you got to do is just turn the right knobs. Yeah, and it sounds good, you know. Yeah, so it's, it's totally. You're, you're, knowledge, you're knowledgeable enough to where like if it's just a blank. Yeah, or a keyboard, yeah. you can be like, oh, this is an A. Yeah. Whereas, like, I yeah. kind of have to sit there for a second and, like, count it from the C each yeah. time, you know? Which, I mean, not going to lie, sometimes I still have to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, man, but it's funny, too, because it's like when you talk to people, like, they're like, oh, so you, like, know keys? And it's like, no, I'm not a key player. I just know how to find the notes and yeah. turn a knob. <laughs> the next time I hit buttons. Yeah, I, I hit buttons and turn knobs, baby. Ooh, that's almost how I feel about guitar. Like I'm, I'm good at guitar, but like when I'm with someone who's like really good at guitar, mm-hmm. I feel like I just, oh, you're a guitar player. I yeah. just make noises. Like, Dude, I, I I'm a pedal like, player. I just happen to have a guitar. I feel like that always happens, though. Like, no matter how good you are, you're always going to find someone that's better than you. And it's yeah. like, always. it's so disappointing. But, like, at the same time, it makes you realize it's like, Dude, it's not about being, like, the flashiest player, like, Steve Vai kind of shit. Oh, it's like, that. just do whatever your style is and do yeah. it the best, you know? Keys to the Lambo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Have you seen that YouTube video? It's so, so oh, funny. yeah, it's like yeah. Michelangelo um, Buteo, and he's, yeah, like, just talking away. about... Yeah, he's, like, talking about how to, like, get you to play really fast. He's like, I'm going to give you the keys to the Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... Oh, that's Some like something shit. so something a dad would think is cool, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could probably impress, like, I like, uh, they're like the recording studio as an instrument. Like, Brian mm-hmm. Johnson from Beach Boys had that, this quote sometimes. Like, his favorite instrument is the recording studio. Yeah, that's awesome. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, arrangements are my thing more than, like, being, like, virtuosic guitar player. Mm-hmm. Like, For sure. I'm good at being writing taking a bunch of like kind of easy parts mm-hmm. on all the instruments and combining them it's yeah like, no, i can't do that definitely man but, it's like the less is more approach you know yeah well yeah i in, mean in a like, way yeah like i'm definitely like my producer is you know taking a long time to mix the record because there's it's very maximalist in terms of like how many tracks and how many layers there are and shit mm-hmm. but it's yeah. like like teaching my bandmates the songs is not that difficult because like none of the parts are hard it's just mm-hmm. like remembering the order of them and yeah. hearing them through the mix so like figuring out like what mm-hmm. there's like a lot of interweaving guitar parts where it's yeah. like i like having like like them trading off melodies and yeah. counter melodies and shit like definitely that. man yeah and it's like oh also like finding that balance of like making sure that one instrument isn't overdoing their part yeah, to where it like sounds good with everything else yeah you know yeah and like certain things where are, are really good that like you it's you know it's kind of like design like you're listening to like closure in moscow or like dance gavin dance yeah or like shit like that where mm-hmm. it's just like just insane shredding but like that's what it's supposed to be yeah yeah, yeah. even that like I mean, it's easier to overproduce that type of stuff, I think, because you still want to hear it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, certain as long as you figure out what I'm trying to say is like you just figure out like what you're going for and 
make it that you know yeah. like don't try to like overdo it or like you know mm-hmm. it, it's it's not as easy as it sounds i guess definitely like, not yeah. man definitely and, yeah. and like that's something actually right now with like the new stuff that we're recording we've really wanted to put more of like a focus on is mm-hmm. like we want to like make sure because it feels like with like the album that we put out like we love it we're really happy of like what came of it and the way we did it was like a whole 10 day recording session we just went in and did everything and kind of you know let everything kind of yeah just be what it is but like now with the new stuff we're like let's try to make sure that we're like honing in on like what could be polished and that things aren't overcrowding in the mix or overcrowding and just like the musical aspect of it itself you know yeah how you're saying with you know making sure everything sits right yeah it's like i there's i mean there's no real right or wrong way to approach studio time Mm -hmm. either like just figuring out like i guess the way i did it was technically wrong like are they you you wouldn't recommend someone do it this way but Mm -hmm. like we recorded guitar first because my drummer quit in a way and so but i already had the time so i'm like all right dude i at least i know the tempos and the tempo changes we'll set the click i'll do Mm -hmm. the guitar first and and like i was broke so like i could only pay for like two days at a time Mm -hmm. so like it would be like all right track two days worth of shit and then like three months later i go in and do the next thing because like i luckily it was just me like i and like i found a drummer to record the drum parts so then i didn't have to rely on anybody else i'll just go in there and do yeah. whatever i could nice. but it's yeah. nice to like have that separation like a few months between sessions because yeah it takes longer but the end result is like you have time to like sit on mm-hmm. everything and like listen definitely. over and over yeah and, you definitely know? it's like when that time passes and you listen back to you like man is that really what it sounded like like yeah is that really what that idea was Right. You go in and you make it something that you could think is better, you know? Yeah. So it ended up taking like two years to just track, but like, mm-hmm. you know, the end result will be cool. I mean, it's like our first record too, so there's no, like, no one's waiting for it. You yeah. Know I mean? yeah. That's like yeah. The, the, like, nicest no feeling too. Yeah. yeah. Not having that pressure to put anything out, man. Yeah. Are you guys, like, are you guys on any, like, indie labels or anything like that? Like, I couldn't remember. No, the only, the only like, label type thing, even though it's just a distribution company that we have, is mm-hmm. uh, a deal with Symphonic. Mm-hmm. But they're just a distribution company that does, like, a little extra, like, stuff. They do, like, marketing services oh, okay. and some other cool stuff so it's that like they do. a step above distro kid type of thing? Yeah, it's yeah. like you, you can actually, like, talk to a customer service person. Oh, they have, okay. like, other things that they offer, like, marketing stuff. Mm-hmm. And they help with, uh, like, publishing royalties and stuff like that. Oh, so they have some... It's a little bit more hands-on of a service than like just using DistroKid. Yeah, I think the biggest difference that stuck out to me is the fact that they make sure that they get on a lot more platforms than DistroKid does, and yeah. the one in particular mm-hmm. that made me go like, "Hell yeah, this is sweet!" is that they put it in Tesla radio. So yeah. Yeah. anyone out there has a Tesla, they can fucking listen to us on their Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> getting that wealthy crowd, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> the elites yeah, on the, the yacht rock station oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> play that shit on the dirty stern dude yeah not do it so like kind of going back to like the you're talking about how you like know theory and stuff i'm curious like what your guys's 
dynamic is in terms of like do you guys all know theory or do you have some people that are just like ear musicians and yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of knows the most <laughs> yeah sure. I've, I've gone into a rabbit hole of it because like i mean i started learning really early like with music at like eight years old and my mm-hmm. guitar teacher started me out with, like i feel like it was a really nice balance because he taught me classical guitar and just classic rock at the same time yeah so he'd split up my like half hour lessons like 15 <laughs> minutes of one 15 minutes of the other um never really clicked at first like i kind of knew what was going on like it it helped like build like i guess like the foundation yeah but not until freshman year when i took a high school theory class with um our music one of the guys in the music uh program there like his name's mr knabel dude's like out of his mind but he was like such a cool teacher um but yeah, I think you gotta be out of your mind a little bit to be like a music teacher. Literally, <laughs> literally, <Yeah>. like <laughs> he's definitely was a character. But dude, he made learning music theory like so fun and like it. Like in high school, it's like you know when it's like you kind of want to take things serious to a degree, like where you feel like you're sitting in class and class gets so boring because like teachers are just same stuff, like worksheet. Yeah, you know, here's the work, just do the work. Mm-hmm. He was like not like that at all. He was like. All right, no worksheets. Sit in the class. I'm going to write on the board and give you a lecture about this. So it was like hmm. really engaging to learn about it. And like that's where like things started clicking a lot more for me. And then yeah. basically just after like high school, I just kind of like explored it a little bit more. And it didn't really click until I like started getting more into like synths and stuff and like had to look at the keyboard. Right. And then right. I was like, oh, then I could like kind of see the keyboard like the notes on the guitar fretboard and then it kind of just started making sense yeah like especially if i'm a synth if you're using like an arpeggiator or something like that you want to figure out like what intervals to go with like yeah definitely for me it's all like plug and play like i have a pitchfork pedal that like you can Mm -hmm. switch to like different like harmonic intervals yeah Yeah. but i don't know the fuck i just have to like play it and then turn it and then see if that works and Mm -hmm. does that work okay this one works yeah man exactly (laughs) you know absolutely absolutely it's like something that also helped build is like i I teach a couple of students and i I used to teach a lot more like last year before Mm. pandemic and all but like once i started having to talk it like talk the language every day that's really started hitting and i'm like oh this you makes realize so much more sense. yeah you realize you know something when you like conceptualize it to somebody else yeah man mm-hmm. and it, it helps you learn it too like even more because it's like i had to go back and learn like stuff that i was learning when i was eight years old that i yeah. just forgot about because i was having to teach other eight-year-olds it you know yeah so i would make the argument it's not really an <clears throat> argument it's just like a self-serving rationalization where like i think that if i learned music theory i wouldn't write the same way like yeah would, but if that's stupid no i mean <laughs> i think it's i think it's <laughs> like, true no it definitely is true i mean like i try not to like I, don't encourage me though dude because <laughs> i'm just gonna stay dumb forever <laughs> no honestly like i think it's important like don't learn theory and think like that's the only way you can play your instrument now oh, you know fuck. it's like it should just be a tool in your toolbox you yeah know? yeah like i think that like now it's maybe something I'm going to dive into more that I've like already written a record and, and that b- it being like the first record is like the culmination of like years of songwriting mm-hmm. finally coming together with the six best things I have. Yeah. But like trying to follow that, I'll probably need to like, I can't write the same thing again. I'll oh, probably yeah, have yeah. to like get into some different types of scale, even just like yeah. learning different scales to like figure yeah, you know, I won't remember what they are, but I'll like write something around something mm-hmm. different, yeah. dude. And, and honestly, man, as long as you enjoy what you're doing, it's like it's okay, yeah. you know. And it's like yeah. we all have our strengths and weaknesses. My strength would be more of that, and then it's like when it comes to, like Austin, he's like 
Wait, knows more than I could ever imagine about like music production. Like I, dude, I just buy nice gear and just record it, and it sounds good. Yeah. You know, that's y- it. YouTube. Yeah, that, that's your friend. <laughs> I all that. Yeah, YouTube University. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but like knowing basic theory is good. I feel like if you go way too far into it, then you start saying like, "Oh, everything I'm doing is wrong." And yeah, that's yeah. when yeah. you start changing your writing. You don't want to break music rules at that point. Exactly, yeah. you're right. like, that's just like, wrong. That doesn't fit with that. That, yeah. that. So the creativity can go away. But basic theory is definitely great yeah. to know, and even yeah. some medium theory. But yeah. there's some people that just like study it so deep it in the hole, man. Far. Yeah, they deepen the cave. And then that's like theory. the jazz cats, you know, like <laughs> yeah, the jazz cats. Well, I think you can get two. Not necessarily too into it, but like it can be, it can like negatively color your interpretation of things to yeah. a certain extent because like I I can at least hear stuff really well. Like mm-hmm. I, I can just hear things, I can harmonize with things naturally. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the things that has stopped me from learning theories. Like certain things just kind of like come, yeah. to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like sometimes I'll write something and it's like purposefully dissonant, mm-hmm. but like someone who knows theory would be like, that doesn't fit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude. Do you know who yeah, I feel bad for? The people that have good. perfect pitch, man. Oh yeah. I feel so bad for those fuckers. <laughs> it's like, torturous. That's like them. a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Like, yeah. What does perfect pitch like constitute? Like, what is that? Like, essentially, that your ear knows exactly what note is oh, being like played. Oh, like if I heard a note, I could yeah. say that's an E. Or, or yeah, if yeah, the yeah. note is out of tune. So, like, for example, people oh, that's that like, insane. yeah. So, like, people that have like perfect pitch saying, that though. like listen to something as like modulation, they don't like it most of the time because they hear it like slightly going out yeah. of tune and that sucks because yeah. it's like if you're yeah. playing indie music or some shit it's like or just anything with <laughs> psychedelic music style, yeah it's like you're gonna use modulation anything you know? a little bit out is gonna bother you yeah you have that see i just i think i have relative pitch yeah to where yeah. like I, if i hear the first note i can tune the rest of the guitar without like mm-hmm. using the frets yeah type of thing but like that first note could be way out of tune but i could you know, yeah, just hear the next one relative to it. Yeah. People can yeah. train their ears to be better too. Yeah, um, they can do oh, yeah. things online and help practice it and yeah. get it better. But yeah. once again, I feel like that would fall into the subject of you're going too far in the K hole of music theory. <laughs> the <K-hole. laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're just learning watching, how to watching people that do have perfect pitch though play <laughs> or like write parts is crazy, dude. Because yeah. it's mm-hmm. just like they. You can tell because, you know, everyone when they're writing something, at least in in my perspective, it seems like it's like you hear it in your head and you just want to like channel it out. And however long that process takes varies for people. But I feel like people with perfect pitch, when they hear that like musical piece in their head, it just like instantly comes out. It's crazy because they're like, oh, I know exactly yeah. what note that is i don't have to like try and figure it out i just know where yeah. it is exactly it's yeah. crazy maybe me saying i feel bad is partially envious right yeah right. I, yeah <laughs> like i said it's definitely a blessing and a curse because then they have those moments where they're like oh my gosh that's so wrong <laughs> yeah. but it might still sound good you know yeah yeah that would kind of yeah that would, that would be insane it would almost be like just like walking through the world would be annoying yeah. <laughs> like the just horn like, could be out of tune like yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you could never go to Man, karaoke that, night, that crosswalk beeper is yeah. beeping at 10 centimeters flat yeah, yeah. Man, that police siren so is don't. too dissonant yeah what about your guys' like songwriting dynamic do you have like someone that brings songs to the band or you guys just kind of like jam how does that work we do a little bit of both so like a lot of times like a jam session will either just like start and like we'll come up with a song from that mm-hmm. or someone will bring in like a 
piece of an idea of a song or like a structured out idea and we just kind of jam it out it definitely changed a lot with like the beginning of last year with like lockdown and stuff or like Mm -hmm. i guess march time um because you know all the shows got canceled obviously everyone's in that same boat and we were kind of at the point where we're like all right well let's try to use this time wisely and you know try to you know write some music and we weren't really getting together at that point for the first like month or so right you know because everyone was, you know, probably scared shitless, um, yeah, right. from what I remember. Um, so we were like all trying to like write our own ideas, like separate, and we were recording them and sending them to each other. And we hadn't really done that kind of style of writing before, so that mm-hmm. definitely is something new that we worked with. But I mean, we still always love to just try to hash it out naturally, just together, you know? Yeah, because it's just so much more fun that way. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I definitely envy that. Like I, I'm trying to like turn my band into that because mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I wrote the record and, you know, I like these songs that like, all right, I want people to come learn them, but mm-hmm. I also don't want to always write everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to like find people that like the record that I made so that like we can write shit together. Yeah. yeah, down yeah. The road, Dude, you know? it's yeah. certainly a long, long hard work to get <laughs> it, get there, you know? I've had way more band members quit than like actually stick around uh, you know dude, like it not because of like your... a personal thing like yeah well one but just like his girlfriend didn't like me oh always oh, oh, the <laughs> bad situation yeah, she killed his dreams and mine it's fine oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening right now <laughs> 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 you suck <laughs> oh, shit. oh I'm definitely very like thankful and blessed that like we've played music for so long because I know even people that do have like a revolving door just like play with session musicians. You don't yeah. have that like connection sometimes, yeah. but yeah, every every band has its own dynamic. We're just fortunate enough that like we've lived in the same general area yeah. for a long time and we can meet yeah. up and stuff. But, yeah, that is fortunate because like it's so hard, especially like I don't know if it's it sounds like it that you know around here. I mean, up in Michigan, we have so many bands and like there's so mm-hmm. many people that like you can't even keep track of like what bands they're in. Oh yeah, you know, and that can be like that can be frustrating if if you like if you're like the sole songwriter of a band. Obviously, I'm just speaking from experience. Like mm-hmm. you want the people in your band to just that that to be your thing to be their main thing, you yeah, know. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's like not always realistic. Sometimes you just have to like take what you can get. Yeah, for sure. In terms yeah. of people, and like, definitely, man. And sure. like, that's something too that you hear a lot with. Like, I mean, once you follow bands closely enough, and you know, like, you learn about the different dynamics of like mm-hmm. personal relationships, you can definitely hear like the chemistry, like musically. Oh yeah, bleed through because of the chemistry of like you know people's personal you know friendship dynamics and stuff. Yeah, it makes definitely a big difference. Yeah, and like even even. In, in my situation, like, you know, having just bringing parts to people that are already done, it's mm-hmm. it's like you kind of have to find a balance of like, all right, this is the part you can kind of do your own thing with it. Like, mm-hmm. you can't oh, like, be such an asshole about no, it. No, yeah. yeah. Like, unless I was like signed a triple crown or something and <laughs> saying like, dude, take it <laughs> or fucking agree. leave it. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. but like, not the case. <laughs> so yeah. like, you know, you got to give people like leeway and yeah, definitely. It, it helps when you're friends and you have like a dynamic. For sure, it could definitely. sometimes maybe be worse when you're friends because maybe you're more honest and you're like, the fucking sucks. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. And, yeah. But also, you know, you just can't, you got to find a way to do that also without mm. taking it too personally, without being too much of an asshole. Oh, because, for sure. 
you don't want to like hurt anyone's feelings, but at the same time, yeah. you don't want to like not like what you're doing. Yeah, yeah that's important. Yeah, I that's think- the one thing we're all very honest with each other, and I think none of us are like so like hung up on yeah. anything to ever like just want to make it the best possible thing for the yeah. song. You know? Yeah, yeah we all have like it's the common goal at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No one's like married to their one cool guitar lick that they wrote. You know, if it needs to yeah. change slightly for the better of the song, then they'll happily do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good at least. Yeah. Because you can definitely. It's, it makes me think of like School of Rock, like in the beginning, <laughs> just like playing that crazy solo. You. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. No, it's nice too, because like having a, like, he Dre for sure. He's pretty good at like hearing things out when it's like, hey, this could be better. You know, kind mm-hmm. of seeing that long vision, and especially yeah. when it comes to like when we were first starting to play together with Luca, mm-hmm. like we kind of had to whip him into like his A tight bit. drumming. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he yeah. definitely grew the motivation yourself to do it. But. Oh yeah, I was already there. I just had to like see why yeah. and how, yeah. and then once I was like, okay, yeah, I need to play this way, or I need to play yeah. this loud, or this it's- is how you play something that's groovy and catchy. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like I drummers are often like the most likely to have way different influences than even the band that they're in. Definitely, like, yeah. You Maybe. know what That's I mean? Like, I, I, I've seen that a lot. Where like drummers who just like have like completely maybe like hip-hop backgrounds or something playing oh, with, like mm-hmm. metal bands or something just because it's fun to play the drums. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And like, I feel like a lot of crazy, like really talented metal drummers. You find out that their like background was like marching band or yeah, like jazz. jazz. They're like jazz yeah. drummers, but they're just naturally really, really good at playing crazy fast stuff too. You know? Yeah, they just like find the thing that makes it easiest for them to just go all out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Maybe it's because it's one of the hardest instruments. I think it, obviously because really? you're using so many limbs that like <laughs> yeah. you kind of have Mentally, to be inverse. So far, I can't do it, dude. Yeah, like it's you're multitasking. Um, yeah, yeah, more, more than you even are on like guitar, or yeah. bass, or anything. Unless oh, you're singing yeah. and playing guitar at the yeah. same time, then like, but, but even in pedal switch, drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, can't forget that man. That's, that's a skill. Nightmare, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he sings and plays drums too. So yeah. that's dope. It's a whole other level. It's like triple tasking. Yeah, I don't. Even though I mean, the, like the more you can like shut your brain off and just let it happen, mm-hmm. the, the better. That's which true. is so hard. Like even singing and playing guitar and pedal switching is yeah. like a nightmare. Like yeah. I, you know, like you have to. I have to make sure that like if I'm singing, like I can't play sweet riffs. You know, I have yeah. to like write the lyrics around the guitar, yeah. basically, and like oh, yeah, man. and uh, and sometimes I have to remember that too. Like if I'm in a studio or something, because when I write the song. Normally, like, it'll be, I don't write the vocals first, I write the guitar first, and then sometimes I'll just, like, lay down a, a vocal part in the studio, and that'll be the first time I wrote it. And so, like, I don't know exactly if I can play it and sing it, I just mm-hmm. have to, like, hope. But yeah, okay, I think I can. Mm-hmm. Dude, <laughs> that's, that's exactly where I'm at right now with, like, these new songs we've been writing, because, like, we're just starting to, like, practice them mm. the past, like, few weeks, and I'm, like, sitting there, I'm like, Shit, man! I didn't yeah. think I could do this. Yeah. Some of our old songs were ridiculous. Oh yeah, with that, dude. but yeah, I made it happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> figured out eventually. especially for drums. I can't even imagine, man. It is awesome though. Like once you get it, it feels like you're having like an out of body experience because you have to be <laughs> yeah. in that like complete this flow state. Oh yeah, if not, you're gonna mess something up. Mm-hmm. So like that's really you kind of force your mind and body into that flow state to be able to play, sing, and perform at the same time. Yeah, it's like. 
it's really nothing like it. There's yeah. really no good way to do that other than just drilling shit. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's so hard to, like, just will yourself into that state unless, like, you have the repetition mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. down. Like, you can just, like, <laughs> default mm-hmm. to Muscle it. Muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because otherwise... <clears throat> Yeah, I've had some rough moments out there. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like when you can be doing everything perfectly, and then you like go to stomp the pedal at like the part where like the distortion comes in, and then you accidentally turn the volume down. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> little or, things like that. And then you, when you're your hands sweaty and you drop the pick, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's the worst. That's yeah. <laughs> why I always keep a pick in my back right pocket. So oh, like if yeah. I drop him, like. Whoop, <laughs> Pull it right out from the back pocket. It's like the easiest, easiest way to grab it. You yeah, know? I splurged for one of those little like mic stand. Hell yeah, pick Spark. holders. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. I still need to invest in that. I feel yeah. like that's probably it's the like easiest. Eight bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like what's up, dude. Grand investment. Yeah. The only problem is like finding enough kicks to fill it. Like, I don't lose. That would be the one thing that would be like easiest to forget at a venue too. Like you stick it on to the house uh, mic stand and. Oh yeah! You just run off stage uh-huh. like, oh no! You see the next ten bands just using your <laughs> yeah. using your pick holder. <laughs> yeah, and like the more bands that play, the the more it looks like it's not yours yeah. to like go back and take uh, it. <laughs> everyone uses all your picks too. Oh, hey, like, can I borrow a pick? Yeah. That's a new one. <laughs> yeah, just bring it back. <laughs> I don't know what's worse: can I borrow your pick or can I borrow your amp? Oh, dude, amp yeah. all yeah. day. Are you kidding? Yeah, dude, I'll blend ten picks out. Yeah. Like, I don't care for their plastic like that's, amp. I'd say you're more likely to get the amp back though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Be safe on that one. I would hope there's gonna be problems if I don't get the amp back. In one piece. <laughs> I have saved the day like by like someone broke uh, like a key string during a show and I like ran out to my car and gave yes. him my guitar. Oh yeah, Save yeah. The fucking day. Dude, I've, I've, I've done, yeah. I've done shit like that too. But yeah. nothing worse than like a complete rando that's just like, yo man. Like at least if they're nice about it, then I'm way more open to it. But like if a complete rando is just like being entitled being like yo can i use your amp bro like we're playing after you or something be like why didn't you hit me up before yeah yeah at least like yeah if you knew you weren't bringing it at least plan ahead instead of asking right before you're about to play like a yeah, dick. That's yeah. Shady. <laughs> yeah but that's bullshit. if people are nice about it i'm always at least willing yeah. I feel like that's a very common subject brought up on the. Uh, you guys, do you follow the band meme six six six? Yeah, oh my god, oh, yeah. yes. It's always. I'm always giving memes. him shit too. I'm always like going in the comments saying your band sucks. Or <laughs> <laughs> He's such a dick. I feel like he needs to get a little bit. Back. Do you know who it is? Who runs it? He's some dude. Is a band called like Glass Slipper or something? I don't know. Really true. Yeah, I don't know who it is. I don't know him personally. I just like looked. Uh, he like mentioned his band one time. Oh, okay. And I listened and they were like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. they weren't like terrible but they were yeah. like, great i can see Crazy. why it was a meme page yeah <laughs> i was about to say worthy enough I, for a meme page right yeah. i always thought that like i've never had dived it deep enough to like go find his personal page or band page yeah but i was like this either has to be a musician or this has to be someone that like absolutely hates musicians like some band yeah. dude's ex-girlfriend or something but yeah <laughs> they know too they're, much for that That's yeah they're yeah, too, too specific for it to not be yeah. a musician you know yeah. Yeah. yeah i think he put out like a shirt or something on his like local diy show and it was people walking into Ew. an empty pbr box yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like that's when it hit me i'm like this guy's definitely a musician yeah, yeah. I messaged him actually. I tried. He didn't respond, but I tried to get him on the podcast. Dang. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, something great, guys. Honestly, absolutely. Yeah, 
Yeah, I would really like to just hear him actually talk because yeah. he mm-hmm. seems like a real snarky fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pick his brain. I could like do it. Be a great podcast. We should just spam oh, his yeah. account. <laughs> Get everyone yeah. to spam him. He's got like two accounts now. He's got like a backup account now too. That like mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Oh, Maybe they ever show his face on there? Uh, I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty good about I think like not using it to promote his band. Yeah, you which know? is respectful. Yeah, respectful. Yeah. But also, I probably would. I yeah, mean, I, mean, <laughs> likes, I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, publicity. Yeah, like I, I, I talk about my band all the time on this podcast. I don't yeah. fucking care. That's dude. awesome. Yeah. yeah, but I like, mean, as long as he keeps the memes going, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, check out yeah. his band. Right, and you know they're okay. Like yeah. I said, just okay. Yeah. If you like twinkly shit, I think that they're one of those like twinkly bands. Math Rocky. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. <laughs> That's kind of a vibe I get. And Capos. Is that like the poppin' scene up by where you live? Yeah. That style? That's fucking annoying. (laughs) Every dude. Like, there's some good bands. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good bands up there. But it's it's like, I, I stay off of Twitter, but like all the bands that are like, popping on twitter all the time they're mm-hmm. all like twinkle bands and uh, yeah <laughs> it's just like every you can go to a show and like you don't know when one band is over and the other one Damn. start i mean i you know i'm hating because like i i like to i like different shit you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I, I i don't it's almost like why why do i need this band if this one already exists yeah very true you know and i yeah. think some people like are just have like different levels of like wanting to push the envelope and that's fine like if you're literally if you that's the music you like and that's just what you want to play i'm not saying don't do that yeah, yeah of course yeah. but as like a listener like or or as like a creator of music like i just like yeah yeah definitely i feel like i need to offer something else in order to like yeah. I, I couldn't expect someone to come listen to my band if i was doing the same shit yeah as everybody else yeah no, likewise you know? man it's definitely something to be thought about in like the context of a music scene too because then it's like if everyone sounds the same like you might build like a thriving scene but then it's gonna there's gonna be a ceiling for it because no one's yeah. trying anything new and no one's bringing in new people it's just monotone so, becomes this like this click that's like this self-sustaining mm-hmm. ecosystem of like the same shit yeah same people yeah. same venue yeah. same definitely, shows definitely yeah. has its pros and cons at least sometimes those scenarios like <laughs> thrive out like a new style of that like subgenre, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it, it definitely can be a little boring because like you're saying every show has like the yeah. same five or six bands on yeah but i mean it's it's really not necessarily that it's like always the same bands but there's just like so much of the same sound yeah that like because there's 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 too many bands in michigan really like mm-hmm. it's it's insane like yeah. there's so much like there's like this isn't like a brag but just like just like in proximity like i know two different bands that are like signed triple crown just like from like the detroit area like there's so much good music there that's awesome and but you know it's for every you know band that's like that it's there's another one that's like doing trying to do the exact same thing as the band that already made it and they're just doing like some copycat version of it or something Mm -hmm. with i guess that oh there what like what's the big popping band from that area dog leg yeah yeah so yeah. that's kind of how it is like whenever like one or michigander band, also like they're, yeah. they're pretty big too whenever there's like one band that's like really popping from that area a lot of people tend to take influence from that sound like even mm-hmm. first one that comes to mind is like knock loose you know as soon as yeah. knock loose started popping off dude everyone especially in like the midwest like hardcore scene and uh-huh. even just in general now that they're really big 
sounds exactly like Knock Loose, you know? Because they're that big band that everyone really likes and they want to make music like them, you know? I mean, not to sound like any sort of way, but I would rather, like, try to be the next iteration. Like, I would try to be the next different thing rather than trying to, like, you know, jump on the bandwagon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Take the influence, but expand on it. Yeah, because everyone's, you know, you're always just a combination of all your influences Every, it's, yeah, it's not like music is expanded off somebody else or like yeah, yeah. Art, so and I don't like, like the word stolen but it's inspired no, for sure well, yeah, yeah I was having this conversation like you can straight up like intend to steal something from, yeah. from something and it still won't sound like that like oh, I have yeah, for sure, like man. I'll send mixed notes to the producer I'll be like hey make this sound like it's the drum sound in like airbag by radiohead just mm-hmm. make it like that that's and great then, though yeah, but that's then in context, tip. yeah, then in context, it won't sound like you won't think, oh, that's airbag. You'll just think like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. literal yeah. tones. Yeah. yeah, definitely. The inspiration was still there, though. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it can be. I, you know, I'm not saying I encounter this all the time, but like, if anyone was ever like trying to just like claim that they don't do that, <laughs> like they're lying, you're lying, dude. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> oh, you're, you're a genius. Like, even, oh. even if even yeah. if you like are going to like trying to make the most like uncharted territory type of art like art doesn't in- exist in a vacuum like you're still no. influenced by at least something like mm-hmm. yeah some sort of other art that well, you've taken in has influenced there, you there is one outlier though uh, cave paintings maybe <laughs> no less playful man oh <laughs> he, i heard a story where he like locked himself for like a few months inside a room and they didn't listen to music or something and basically just like kept playing the bass until he figured out what kind of style he wanted to play oh so like no yeah, one else sounds like less playful the cool. only way to do it is yeah. be isolated never hear music yeah. then yeah. you can have something on your but I mean the yeah. best thing he came up with though yeah, was you still have, like, <laughs> he still has know, like childhood subconscious yeah. Yeah. subconscious yeah. influences yeah. from music that he's listened to for sure that's true for sure invent an instrument and invent a scale yeah that's already pre-existing yeah yeah I know but, but yeah, now just, we have Primus. Yeah, <laughs> it's just funny that that's the result of it, though. You get Jerry was a race car driver. It sounds like you put like yourself in a room for three months. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it's just kind of like a ridiculous way to just get really good at your instrument. If you think about it, like yeah. that's really what he did. It's yeah, obviously committed. came up with his own technique and everything. But like, yeah. I'm sure he just the end result boiled down to him getting really freaking good at his bass. Definitely, <laughs> man. definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know how true that story is, but I just remember hearing it. And I'm like, that, <laughs> yeah. that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, like, what. Like where Terra Melos comes from, you know them. Oh like, yeah. Like where the fuck does that dude, come from, dude? Like, I remember seeing pedals. them. Yeah. Who did we see them with, dude? You saw. Them. You saw them Sean, live. That was the yeah. Shawn it was Sean. Oh, yeah. that was that oh, man. That was, I almost so sweet. I almost passed out during Terra Melos. Dude, yeah. They overplayed. They played for almost an hour, and I couldn't yeah. get water. Yeah. They were like oh, the opening shit. band. Just... They were playing really long, and like for the first thirty minutes, I was like, "This is tight," and I was like. I need water yeah, and yeah. I need just silence brain. for a second. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> music is chaos sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like, he did a rig rundown, and it's like the crazy. He plays like these squire shit casters, and like, <laughs> and like his amp is like, uh, like a vintage Marshall, like. Mm-hmm. Cool. Installed into like a shitty PV cab, like what? upside down. Yeah, it's like a vintage okay. Marshall head. Like yeah. yeah, and like a PV fifty one fifty or something like that. It's like complete blasphemy. 
And then, like, he's just, like, going over all his pedals and shit. He's, like, so fast with it. And I'm, like... <laughs> he wires is... it up nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, crazy that you can do this, but why are you doing this? That's what I wonder. He likes know? making it very difficult for himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, but, I mean, it's impressive to, you know, in a way. Like, I couldn't do that, but I also yeah. don't want to do that. I don't know. It's, I mean, I do different strokes, you know? Yeah. yeah. But what about, like, lyrically? Made ED, so I just jump around with it. So, like, would you guys, like, have, like, a, a solo lyricist, or you guys collaborate on that, too? Definitely a lot of yeah. collaboration. Yeah. Like, yeah. we, I mean, people, whether it's, uh, you know, one person writing, like, the chunk of it, at the end of the day, like, there's going to be a base like level of like this is what we're bringing like somebody's bringing to the table and then we listen or like look through it see how it fits with the song and you know we all put our two cents in and like saying you know yeah. what's weak and what could be made better or how could this be better for the song that's probably more vulnerable or uncomfortable than like musically having that conversation yeah yeah definitely. you know Def- definitely can be that point because it's like you don't want to offend you know yeah. anybody like See, i can see this is about your breakup but. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah man or like saying some shit where you're like ah oh, it's good but it's corny yeah you know and yeah it's like, oh. yeah you know? yeah especially when you're like really in the mood when you write it dude oh, yeah. In the zone. yeah this is the deepest thing this i've ever written dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just don't understand dude just listen a couple more times <laughs> that is kind of the one perk of us like not having like a main singer slash frontman is because it would i feel like that dynamic would be more sensitive in that case yeah. because yeah. if there's like that one person that writes all the lyrics then that's like harder for someone that doesn't write lyrics to be like oh this doesn't sound that good you yeah know? When, yeah. it's, when especially lyrics are like out of music I think sometimes lyrics can be like the most subjective thing yeah you know? yeah like I definitely can, can speak to that a little bit because being the person that does do all that shit mm-hmm. it's like I try to go out of my way to make sure that like the things I'm saying like mm-hmm. like at least vibe with the people that that play it because yeah. mm-hmm. the lyrics are almost maybe i don't know the music is probably number one but like a close second is the mm-hmm. lyrics in terms of like the mascot for what your band is essentially oh, yeah for sure you know it's a good way of putting it and like you know you want the people that are playing with you to like at least feel okay like flying under that banner you know what i mean yeah, yeah. definitely. It, it, it could be weird but no, you know it, it, <laughs> i definitely can understand where you're coming from man i mean it's like it's funny too because it's like I mean I can't imagine being in your position being the only person that puts that out but like you know from like just in comparison I mean because a lot of the lyrics that are written is like usually the bass core ideas either come from Dre or I Mm -hmm. and then we'll kind of all collaborate but he has a complete different writing style than I do (coughs) I like to be more like I guess poetic and more kind of abstract where he's much more literal and like descriptive in yeah. a way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's nice though having that balance, but yeah, sometimes it's like, well. I'll have some shit and I'll be like, this is the coolest thing, you know? And he's like, uh, doesn't make sense. And I'm like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> you know? yeah. And like vice versa too. I'll like write something that I think is like really cool. And then it's like a little too like straightforward. So yeah. it has to be like a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. So that can, I think out. that's even harder. Like, not yeah. to say, like, what he does is harder when you do, but, like, I just think, like, I'm more like you, yeah. it sounds like, but when I try to do that type of shit, like, it's it's so much, I find it so much harder to, mm-hmm. like, explicitly say something without it feeling like it's just a sentence. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? Like, without any color, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot easier to for me, anyways, to, like, just 
you know, if you're like being abstract and just like writing with metaphors and stuff, you can kind of get away with a little bit mm-hmm. more. Like it doesn't have to make perfect sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or be like grammatically <clears throat> completely correct. You know? Yeah. Although yeah. you definitely want to, and he likes to be a grammar Nazi a lot when we write yeah. stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, but, it's cool because then we get some songs that are more open for like interpretation, have different like abstract meanings, and then some songs that are like, oh, that's clearly what that song is about, you know? Yeah. 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 Do you guys like switch off like song versus by song, or do you have like in the same song, like kind of back and forth? Uh, We've for, done both. Like yeah. some, some it just is like, yo, I'm really digging this song. I'm going to write lyrics for some. Yeah. If it's like an idea that like someone came up with for the song. Sometimes it's like, oh, you yeah. came up with that idea. You might as well keep. Yeah, yeah. Keep or s- sometimes we'll even just it. like have both like simultaneously have written something already, and yeah. we'll be like, mm. uh, this one works way better. Let's go with it. You mm-hmm. know, this fits fits it better. Or gotcha. let's take Art. both ideas and collaborate them into something. It, it's you ever seen each other's time. lyrics or anything? Oh wait, what? You ever ever seen each other's lyrics? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Okay. All the time. absolutely. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Try to get over that like that intimate you know personal feeling of like yeah being you know like obviously there's no judging when you're writing something and yeah. it's like we're all best friends it's like we're not gonna you know <clears throat> right i don't really do like a lot of the singing either so like it's interesting i'm very open for it to be lyrics any lyrics i write to be changed because if i'm not singing it like i obviously want them to be able to like resonate with it yeah in any way so being open to letting them change it is fine i just like I have the like creativity to write lyrics, so like I like contributing in that way. But yeah, I don't do a ton of the singing, so it's nice to just be able to also let them kind of change it how they want to. Yeah, that makes sense. What about like um, when you guys like go to like start writing a record or something like that? Do you have like conversations about like what is the theme going to be? Like, what do you plan at all? Like, what you want to write about? like so you go in kind of with an idea or is it all just kind of like happen yeah definitely like with like when at least when it comes to a record we're like with the one that we put out our first one we're like we want this to feel like there's definitely a good theme of like overall behind it and we definitely want it to have like this flow of like continuous um you know sound like we want to let songs bleed into each other and yeah let the album have a pacing to it and we really wanted to like conceptualize that we tried to as as we were writing the music, mm-hmm. and then I guess it's different now because what we're writing right now isn't going to be a record; it's just a collection of songs. Mm-hmm. And these are more like let's just write the song, you know? So, yeah. So we're kind of exploring, I guess, both ends of the spectrum right now. Mm-hmm. But whenever we go to write an album again, we've already kind of talked about it, just you know, briefly, just you know, while bullshitting. Yeah. We're kind of saying next time we go to write an album, we definitely want to like find a theme kind of honing on a style again and really just like you know let that be what it's gonna be you know so there was like a theme for the last one yeah yeah definitely what was yeah do you guys want to like go into that at all well it was kind of like like life experiences and just different like interpretations on how to look at really just life in general like Mm -hmm. that we didn't really have like oh like a lyrical like concept album. They all kind of have each song has its yeah. own meaning, you know. Mm-hmm. But like the overarching like theme that we pulled from it was basically just like it being like our kind of like a birth as a band. So like mm-hmm. all the lyrics are kind of like behind that concept in a way. Like they kind of just touch on like different ways to view life and different experiences. Yeah. I but, think it was definitely really a way of like us 
kind of coming together and after having all these experiences of like you know being like knowing each other for the you know four or five years that we did before writing that album like all the experience we had and all the struggles that we had getting that to happen and you know just like yeah. the coming of age sort of feeling too of like you know what what goes on in your mind while you're like going through those experiences and we just kind of wanted to put something together that just really felt cohesive of like like he said, like a birth of something like, yeah, this is a birth of like the band. This is a birth of us as like a group and us building our foundation. And essentially that's what the record kind of talks about in a way. That makes sense. Like, I think that you don't really have to try that hard to like, I mean, you can, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's like, obviously like there's bands like Coheed that just like have like giant universes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like even narratives. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I, I found that like with just the one record that I did write, like it I didn't really go into it with a theme in mind, but like mm-hmm. after the fact when you're writing all these things in the same period of your life, like a theme will probably it emerge. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of how it happened for us. Like yeah. it, it, it kind of revealed itself and like we just kinda of tied all the pieces mm-hmm. together. Yeah. It but. definitely with like the last song on the record, uh Greenhaven, we definitely were like, Oh, this uh this makes sense. This is what the album kind of encompasses. It's yeah. That's kind of what the song talks about. It talks about just life in general and just essentially like goes over the concept of like the word, the beautiful ordinary, which you had a really cool, what, mm-hmm. what was it that? Well, I was, I got inspired from it from hearing this guy on a podcast talk about how like the concept of the beautiful ordinary is like this middle state where like, you know, sometimes in life you go through like really highs, sometimes you go through like really low lows, but like true happiness and contentment is like in the middle yeah, there. Dude. Whereas like you don't want to be too far on either end of the spectrum. So that kind of middle middle part of life contentment is what kind of is a nice origin for a lot of things. So viewing yeah. life as like the beautiful ordinary, you kind of view ordinary things like day-to-day things as the most beautiful parts of life so that was kind of what inspired a lot of the yeah the lyrics and stuff in that song and the whole album really that kind of reminds me of like the like the for what i what i wrote them was like putting out later this year but Mm -hmm. like the theme that i kind of figured out like at the end was is kind of similar to that like when you go through something difficult and best way to like actually like find happiness is to not try and tell yourself that everything is actually okay mm-hmm. like when you can like let go of this idea that everything's okay mm-hmm. like and just live in reality yeah. like you can actually yeah. find some contentment like yeah. where it's there to get it like if yeah. you're not trying to force it by like whether it's like getting fucked up or like trying yeah. to do you know like telling yourself stories about like what your life really is even when it's not yeah, yeah, you know, if you let go of all that shit and just like live in reality, yeah, it's definitely. like not always great, but it's like at least it's real, and yeah. then you can like not have to second guess it. So yeah, definitely, I, I it's like definitely. you're you're not like living in the past, you're not like thinking about mm-hmm. the future, trying to chase the dragon all the time, and you're <laughs> yeah. kind of just like focusing on the present, and that's where you find like yeah the most stable happiness, you know? Yeah. Well, dude, I think that's you know probably won't get more profound than that, right? Probably. Uh, <laughs> if, We'll probably wrap up, but like, yeah, like, want to give you guys a chance, like, to plug whatever. Sure. Let people yeah. know where, like, your 
band is on social media and music streaming and all that stuff? Yeah, so we have all the socials, all the uh, streaming platforms is just under Rona. All the socials are Rona Music, at R-O-H-N-A Music. And we just put out a single called Renew with the music video. So going to have that for a little bit. And then once we finish recording... All these songs are just going to keep putting out music throughout 2021 and 2022. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate you guys actually yeah. coming out here, dude. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. You for us. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I guess yeah, should, should we describe fun. the setting for anyone that's yeah. listening? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm in Madeira Beach in the Honeymoon Suite, a.k.a. <laughs> the, the tiny fucking, like, it's the most Florida room I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's Stop like a little beach studio beaches. Airbnb with a fucking talking to Bob outside, the guy who runs the place. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly from New Jersey or something. Yeah. Beaches apparently Coast. that way. Yeah, beaches that way for that. Hey, your rents do. Yeah. I'll get a uh I'll get a photo of you guys before we leave so I can yeah. put it on the website with yeah, everything. Sweet. But yeah, yeah awesome. Uh, I'm just gonna do my little outro real quick. Thanks for listening, motherfuckers. There you have it. Um follow us on Instagram invite the neighbors pod twitter at itn pod facebook we're on there too um thanks for listening be sure to check out rona and you know have a good day tell someone about this podcast all right bye